The capsule piece we're tracking is the brain, right? Yeah, and it unlocks the other pieces. Without it, we're screwed. I don't understand what happened. I, I don't think Barclay messed up, but I did build them when I was eight. I'm running a defrag in a source code analysis, just in case. Oh, could you translate that out of nerd? Okay, think day spa before an AI, software mani-pedi, then recalculating the landing vectors by hand. I translate, but you'd only understand if you hadn't gotten a four on AP Calc. Oh, did I get a four or did I tell you I got a four to make you feel cool? Don't come for me. Mm. I'll hack your test scores. And I'll post your eighth grade school photo. Ooh, remember when you tried the one brow look? Oh, okay, okay, you cannot let Isaac see that. I have a reputation to protect. <laughs> oh, oh, speaking of Isaac, he mentioned an ex-girlfriend. Huh? I thought he was gay. He watches your shirt move when you yawn. I can't help it if he enjoys the ab show. Many people do. Yeah, I know. I've seen the IG comments. Okay, a lot of those people need to pray. Yes. So he's trans and bi? No, it's not bi. It's pansexual. He's open to falling in love with people across the gender spectrum. Well, judging from how he brings you coffee, he's tomsexual. And I don't date men who are interested in Tom Swift. What's up, y'all? We back again with another podcast. This is Decoding Tom Swift. I am your co-host, Rain Coleman, and I have with me today, like I will have for the foreseeable future. Please let these folks know what wonderful, amazing co-host I have with me on this show. Look, I'm looking for who does he talk about? <laughs> M. Haynes, a.k.a. Luke the Deuce, here to talk about the best, because I'm always ready for the best. Yes, yes, yes. My God, my God. All right, y'all. So we are discussing Tom Swift episode two. Episode two is titled And the 4B Curl. Tom is forced into an awkward situation when he discovers that an important piece of the mission is on the grounds of a family's frenemies estate. The situation then reveals a dark secret from Tom's past. What's up? General thoughts, like with with that. How how we feel about about that? That the Darby's is a mess. First and foremost, the Darby's is a mess. Yes, but I'm yes, here for yes, it because it, it's it's rings true. Um, mm. yeah. <laughs> no, no, you you are you are not alone with that. The Darby's, I absolutely enjoyed. Um, I enjoyed the fucked upness that came with being a friend of me. Um, mm-hmm. I, I loved it. I loved the only person to me who wasn't as convincing, you know, no shade, was the mom. I was like, give but me she a little bit. That. That's what I'm saying. She didn't give, <laughs> like she didn't give what it was supposed to have gave. Like if you shady, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I'm Chris and Dad was on their head, like. <laughs> yeah, nah. Her, you know what it made me think about, and mm-hmm. this is why I tweeted out when we was live tweeting. Like I was like, yeah. "This is classic black bougie shade." It mm-hmm. made me think about that episode of The Fresh Prince, where Ashley had that bully, and the parents came in. Yes. What I wanted from that mama was there's a line where uh, I don't remember what the what the dad says. He's like diagnosed her or something, and mm-hmm. um, and Aunt Viv is like. Excuse me, and why come in, comes in like, oh, too many big words. Yeah. <laughs> yes, like yes. that's what I needed. That's what um, I needed. 
Oh, it was, I mean, it was still good. I enjoyed this scene, but I, the Darby's, oh, some black villains. I'm, I'm, I'm excited <laughs> for that. That's what I'm excited for. Um, all in all, I did like this episode. Uh, for me, it, I don't know that I could say it was better than the first or worse. Like, I don't know that I've processed it enough to like rank them that way. I think there were mm-hmm. things that I may have liked a little bit better in this one, but overall, I do think this was a, like if this was the episode you came in on, I think it would still pique your interest, even if you didn't watch the pilot. Because it's like, mm-hmm. whoa, what's going on? Like there are a lot of things, a lot of shade, a lot of beautiful gowns, a lot of mess. So I did. Um, I, I like that. I like that. Um, um, how? Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, please. <laughs> I like this one a lot more than the first one. Okay, okay, okay. Is there any particular reason why? Yeah, it goes back to what I said um, when we talked about the first one. Like, I feel like they tried to do a whole, whole lot in the first mm-hmm. one. And I get it, you know, to set the tone, I understand. But, yeah, there was a whole lot going on, with, whereas this one felt a lot more, like, streamlined. Like, mm-hmm. there was a thing that they were trying to do, and the episode was about doing that thing. Mm-hmm. Plus, I... Uh, and we'll get to it, but I like Tom a lot more in this one. Um, okay. I'm, okay, I understand why because you know he's grieving and so on and so forth in the first one, mm-hmm. but yeah, I like this one. I like this one a okay. lot. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Listeners, y'all let us know between the first two episodes which one you feeling more because, um, I've seen, um, I haven't seen a whole lot of conversation about which one maybe liked more, but I have seen some folks saying. Like, oh, yeah, this was a little bit better. But I haven't seen, like, a lot of discourse about it. But, yeah, let us know which which one is better for you. Uh, let's see. So, Tom and Lorraine. How are we feeling about them now? Like, watching the events of episode one and then going into this second episode where it's still the, the grief from Barton being quote-unquote dead is still there how do you feel about their relationship um, i don't think there's <laughs> too much that has changed for real for real um but you saying that makes me think like because he's keeping this from his mama i just realized that mm-hmm. like he's not telling his mama that his dad is still alive um I think that's going to cause some some tension, some friction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't yeah. think that we got there necessarily yet. Like, mm-hmm. because, you know, he's still, you know, they're still on that, you know, real, you know, friendly type. It's weird to say. Cause like, wow. But they're, yeah. they're like, you know, on that joking type thing because he was dragging the people and she was laughing. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's anything like negative or really too much more positive with them. It's just like yeah. it's continuation. You feel me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm. I'm feeling the same way. I am a little concerned though with Lorraine and Tom because it seems like they they value image both, but like in different ways. Like her for her, the Tubman Society and um, keeping up appearances for everyone, not necessarily being fake, but in the presence of the Darbies and these mm-hmm. things that she wants him to do, where he's like, image just is 
<clears throat> that's his thing. I'm, I'm I'm handsome. I'm beautiful. I surround myself with the best. Like that's a non-factor. And so right. now I can focus on being extremely focused on his things. But in the midst of them both having um, these things they care about, they're clashing heads, so to speak. But it's not major. But I feel like it's these little things that are going to keep happening where they're right. finally going to have to either have a knockdown, drag out argument or something um i'm gonna use it to segue to the next part but i think it's going to be an issue because of the way lorraine is keeping this relationship with like claire and the way like you said uh tom is keeping this news about his father under wraps and Mm -hmm. so that's a lot of shit going on to have a mother-son relationship when you're battling for the Game of Thrones style crown of the company, but then it's also yes. like the fact that you wouldn't tell your son, like, "Hey, homegirls coming for your spot." I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just. But I feel like he. It's just, but he done that though. Yeah. But it's one thing for me to be like, my dad went into space. Claire was left to take over but this is still my company it's another thing to be like oh she's coming for you to the point where she came to your mom and was like hey i want your support in this next Mm -hmm. election can i count on your vote type like you know so i was like that to me that's to say to tom's face you're not mature enough which you know whatever it is what it is if you don't feel like he is it's fine but then the, behind his back be like oh you know he's going to take over the company it's like give him that little bit of confidence no i don't know i don't know i'm not a mom but i feel like they might bump heads later on i i don't know i don't know um um go ahead no no i, I was gonna move to uh Miss Claire, if you're nasty. So unless you got something else before that. <laughs> uh, Mm-mm. Hey. Mm-mm. So I'm shout out to John from the John Effect podcast. He mentioned, I think on episode one, something about Claire being possibly queer. I didn't I didn't catch it because for me, the things that I saw would have been stereotypical. And I ain't doing that to nobody. However, in the beginning of this episode, I think I even tweeted, like, is there something going on with Lorraine and Claire? And I was, it mm-hmm. was half-hearted, but I was also like, nah, something, why are you fraternizing the way that you are if Claire, I'm gonna, it, I, it's gonna sound terrible, but if she's the help. I mean, that's <laughs> just what it is. Like, Lorraine, you don't have any friends in your social group. And not to say you can't intermingle, but with what we got at the very end, the comment that Lorraine made made me question, like, why are you even spending time with Claire? And then, Claire, you seem like you're a little bit more interested in just the company. Like, are you trying to take Mr. Swift's spot? You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) hey. You you know what? you know what it made me think about? Like, mm-hmm. it made me think about, um, I don't know if you ever seen How to Grow a Murder, but it made me think about like Bonnie and Annalise. Mm, like, yeah, yeah. Claire is out here just like tripping over herself, like trying to get uh trying to get trying to get to the top. And mm-hmm. uh, Lorraine's like, uh 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 yeah. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's like, um, I don't know, like it's, I never got that. I ain't going front. Uh, that went straight past me. I didn't even see that coming. So when she like when the fingers <laughs> hesitated just ever so slightly hey, across that woman, was, hey, oh. hey, fam, she nasty. She nasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Claire is a problem. Yeah, yeah. Like this is where yeah. we going. Okay, well, I'm here for the ride. Let's go. See, I I I didn't trust her. Like, of course, she's set up to be the distrustworthy one because you want to root for Tom. But for me, I was all in her corner initially because for me, I'm like, okay, true enough, I'm 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 Team Tom. But if the show is positioning him as someone who's immature and not taking his role as the next in line seriously, and this woman who is an outsider has all the credentials, then I'm all for her. Like, if she has to rise to the top to make him get his act together, I'm with that. But I knew even before she did that whole, I don't know what the lesbian version of Moonlight is, but when she did that move, <laughs> touching on Lorraine's oh, wow. lips, I was like, no, 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 no. We This is um like single white female or like some <laughs> hand that rocks the cradle. Like the actress, Brittany, I love you, but Claire, I hope they break your legs. <laughs> I'm gonna just say it. I hope they break your legs because I'm I'm not with it. I'm not with it. But like, I was so mad at Lorraine. Like, fam, how are you so? How are you so blindsided by? Okay, let me let me get my thoughts together. When Claire mentioned we have something at the office to help you sleep, and it's a medicine. I understand you may be friendly with this woman. But how are you not going to your son? If my husband is a genius and he got blown up in Saturn and my son is a genius, and yes, I like Claire, she's she's smart enough, she's running the company, but I'm not trusting nobody to put nothing in my body who I'm not related to. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you're not this run-of-the-mill regular woman who's chilling with your regular friends who gave you a Tylenol or you know, a, you know. a script for uh, go, go ahead, go ahead. No, I say, but that I say, but that's the problem. She ain't running the regular. So I'm gonna say, because running the regular been like, is this a Tylenol? Yeah. Is, yeah. Is yeah. this a If yeah. not, take it back. Yeah. Because, yeah. 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 Who's, no. and why wasn't it a pill? <laughs> why was it? was like in a perfume bottle. Baby, don't put that it in my mouth. Cream. Or something. Like, don't. So, all in all, I'm, I'm, I would like to know. And I don't know what this is going to sound like. So, listeners, if it's offensive, it is what it is. But let me know, and you know, I'll correct it. But I want to know what is Lorraine's life like. So we understand that this show is written, and the the um the creative team are black, they're queer, they're trans, they, like they run the gambit of representation. But when it comes to Lorraine specifically, what type of background does she have? Because I feel like running the mill, um. Homegirl Keisha or Auntie Cheryl ain't doing the things that Lorraine is doing, even if they've attained money later on in life. Like, what is her background and her relationship to blackness? Even though we don't exist in the in a vacuum, we're, we're all we're different. But like, what is Lorraine's relationship with being of color? Because if I think so lowly of you that I don't think you can take over the company, why am I giving you stuff to put in my body? Or to, you know, what I'm saying like, why am I so comfortable with you? And 
in a way that could make me vulnerable. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Now, I agree with you. Let me say that first. But my thing is, like, I wonder, I don't know if it's, I think that she trusts that lady as much as she possibly could. Mm -hmm. And I don't think her not wanting her to be in part of the company has anything to do with that. I believe wholeheartedly that if that lady were black, she'd Mm -hmm. have company. That's literally the only thing stopped her. She said, she was like, (laughs) we ain't giving no company nobody they black. Yeah, yes. It was... It was like, fam, fam. <laughs> I, my my jaw was on the floor. And, it, and I'll say this. That line and the way that the line came out because she was um, in a more suggestive mood, like she she wasn't in her right mind, and the fact mm-hmm. that it still came out so smooth. Like the camera was behind and she said, we ain't giving this company to nobody who ain't black. I <laughs> Like... When have you seen that? When have you, like, to be quite honest, in TV, in movies, when have you ever heard that line or variation uttered that was not, you know, maybe some rich, white, uh, southern family? You ain't part of the family. You ain't get Like, when have you ever heard that from a black person in this yeah. context? I was, I clapped. I said, yes. <laughs> yes, Claire. However, however, if I'm being completely honest, I felt for Claire. Because in my mind, I'm good enough to run this company when your um, husband is dead, but I'm not good enough to take over. What about my credentials? Though she said you ain't black. Well, what about my credentials makes me okay to be a placeholder or a babysitter? So though I'm not a fan of Claire, I want her to try to ruin them. Because you wasted my time. You wasted my time. I could have gone to another company. I could have looked linked up with some Asian folks, you know, as somebody who's going to see me as a potential, um, I don't know, candidate, and mm-hmm. not just a babysitter. Oh, I hope. Now I don't want her to win, but I hope she <laughs> runs the Swifts, give them a run for their fuck freaking money. That's what I want. Now, now you're right. Now you're right. Hey, <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. so. So yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm team Lorraine. I'm team Swift, but like I'm also <laughs> kind of low key. Until it's time to figure out the winner, I'm team Claire a little bit. Um, so yeah, listeners, let us know. Like, how do you feel about that Lorraine Claire situation? Do you feel like Lorraine was wrong? I mean, you're wrong if you think that, but that's why. Let us know. And then do you also <laughs> think? <laughs> do you think that Claire? You know, Okay, I'm, I'm going to get off this. But my other issue, though I did just kind of back clear a bit, my thing is don't go looking for answers that you don't want to. Don't go ask the questions you don't want answers to. So you, Lorraine would have never, in my opinion, told her that outright. Right. But you went and drugged this woman, and now you mad because she tell you, oh, baby, you will never. You A pussy-ass nigga could never. You would never. You just go... You don't have the range to sit on the no. throne, so I still feel for Claire. But you know, you go and you know play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. So what and you gonna she do? Won grand prize. No, so I just you know that's that's my that on that. If you got something to say, I'm I'm stuck because I could rent on that scene all day. <laughs> I don't want to do no. that. Yo, oh, now you said it. You said it. I mean, hey. 
I'm saying, Claire, you know what I'm saying? You, you I'm, I'm interested to see what happens in episode three because sis is sis is sis. That's what she is. Um, let's talk about the Darbies and the Darby dinner. So, of course, we having a Darby dinner because we need them to come over here to butter them up at the Swift Manor so we can see if we get permission to go into their Great Wall of China ass fortress because this <laughs> this industrial prison complex as gate that like what is happening over there? Um whatever rocks that they said they're digging up, they got them they got them of us in the fortress of solitude. Because they said they no, don't you're absolutely not right. Die. Yes, nobody, not Shazam, not Superman, <laughs> like nobody's getting in here. My question is. If the Swifts are engineers and they're in STEM and, and that's where their money comes from, engines and whatnot, and if the Darby's money is in oil and minerals and whatnot, how how do you and I'm you know this is above my pay grade, but how are you how do you not have a legacy? Like the way it was was presented is that Chris, the asshole kid kid because he's definitely 48 um <laughs> does not <laughs> does not have a fortune or inheritance if his parents die how do you not have is that is that is that is it just me or is that um, i feel like wait did, did they say that he that he doesn't have like an inheritance yes yeah because remember when 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 he caught zinzi and tom coming out of the well and they've gotten mm -hmm. to that kind of sort of argument rehashing stuff he was like yeah do you know what it feels like to be compared to tom swift i don't even have a he may not have said inheritance but i don't have money or security um it, i know i heard it in a way where if his parents die like his company they're not making money in the way that the swifts are where he won't be well off if they're not still working. I don't know. I don't know. That's above my pay grade. You know. Yeah. I don't. This is rich people problems. Um, yeah. But, so, yeah. but I, if I had to guess, I yeah. would say it's that um, you know they probably got money, but oil. You know how that whole industry, if it is like maybe like oil and minerals and stuff. Mm -hmm. how industry works could be taking money faster than just straight up technology because if you making um this tom said in the beginning um the beginning of the first episode that um yeah. anything you got an engine we probably made it like yeah. oh you that means you got cars you got you know uh, yeah. planes trains all this other stuff you y'all good good yeah so it may yeah. just it may just be that they don't have as much money by comparison well, that's clear. That's clear. That's kind of how I'm saying it. Okay. Okay. I'll accept that, but I don't know why I was like, damn, I ain't got no money. Um, but yeah, getting to the dinner. So they want to talk to them. Tom wants to butter them up so that he can get over to those grounds because his dad, when he released the, um, I don't know, MacGuffin into five different parts to go to five different parts of the, of the earth. One was in the backyard um, on the property of the Darby's. So we're at dinner and my blood is boiling at the conversations that are being had where Tom is the butt of the joke. Um, 
there was pretty much talking about, you know, the, the Swift family and how terrible this is that Barton is dead and essentially alluding to like you not being wealthy enough or well enough for um, the shortcomings of Tom being gay. And I was like, some of this shit was, was, I hate these people. <laughs> Just I'm gonna say, well, I hate the Darbies and I love that. I hate them. I love that for me. But, um, how would how was it feeling at dinner that shade fest? <laughs> um, it's just uh like it was good because it was some good mess, but I was pissed. Yes. I was like, I, yes. mm, I don't like y'all mm, at all. Because it's just like like I said, it's it's that it's that classic boot, like that's the type of that's the type of knockdown dragging out shade that you would hear mm -hmm. at I mean all the freaking daytime soap. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like how how are y'all not strangling each other right now? Um, came real close. Came real close. <laughs> and it was it was it was good because that was like we knew like where this was going and we knew that they were mm -hmm. people dead serious to each other. But you know, it's mm -hmm. just like Oh, ha, 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 ha. yeah, you know, he said he had sugar in your tank. Ha, 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 ha. Mm -hmm. That's worse. Oh, yeah, yeah. You want to play in my fucking face? Oh, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was, I was very. Um, I believe uh, Cameron, the 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 uh, co-creator and um, writer, said that this was an episode that he wrote, mm -hmm. and I was like, bruh. Like you, you hit. This is what happens when you have people. Like regardless of how people feel about the writing, because I think in episode one, a lot of the critique that I saw was like, "Oh, the writing, this, the writing, that." And I'm like, "Okay, that's fine, but it, whatever." Um, but I think that this episode, that scene in particular, was done exceptionally well with getting a lot of feelings across that um, we may have had in the past. Maybe some folks still have to this day, though things are advancing with queer relations. Like overall, there are still those people that bring forth conversations like this in order to make you feel less than or try to attack a quote unquote easy target. Um, and I love the way Tom got back with them. Like it was excessive in the sense that you want something from them. So sometimes you got to bite your tongue, but it also let them know, yeah, we see that you're trying to keep up with the Joneses. We get a new car. All of a sudden you get a new car, the same car. Um, you have no originality. You are uh, trying to uh, live our life. And with Barton being gone, you accepting this dinner, though this wasn't said explicitly to me, was like, let's come over and see how bad, how down bad they are yep. to reinforce our feelings of being more superior than them. Their son is gay. Their um, patriarch is dead. You know they they're gonna fall apart at the seams. And even excuse me, on their worst day, they still have more money than you. And again, not to defend billionaires, but like in the context of the show, they're still at a place that you will not be, regardless to their son being gay, Barton being dead, quote unquote, and them needing your support to get this thing out your backyard. They're still better than you. And that's so, that's what makes it so wild. There's like um we know that they are like they said it, that they are on a different level from them people. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. the thing that they are trying to poke at the you know, yeah. um mainly because they didn't really too much. 
um, harp on your partner's death, but really poking yeah. at um, homosexuality. It's like, so you were really convinced that that equals y'all out? Yeah. <laughs> hey, like, it's sad because it's sad. It is. And, and, and I want to be clear I don't think the Swifts are better than the Darbies because they're wealthier. It's, to me, it's the like it's clear what type of people you are. You are mm -hmm. evil assholes, like, and that is clear the way this show has set this up. You are evil people. These folks is grieving a dead family member, and you're like, what? So I don't know, man. It, um, it's, 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 something I said, like, um, going back to you talking about Tom, then like maybe an excessive. Like something mm -hmm. that I had tweeted out was just like. See, this is why you have gay people that have a lot of like, well, queer people in general um, that have mm -hmm. that quote unquote that catty personality or that you know like they mm -hmm. quick to snap back because you're always trying it. Like yeah. these people are grieving. We don't know how, mm -hmm. how much time passed between episodes one and two for real, but mm -hmm. that man that uh, they patriot that man dad died maybe a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And you decide, you know what? We're gonna go over here. We're gonna talk about the time that you stole the lifeguard's draws. Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what? Yeah. Now you deserve that, it. You deserve yeah. it. Fam, that like that, and I'm I'm even okay with bringing that up if we have that relationship. And you poking fun of me. Remember, you was a kid. You did this shit. Yeah. Like, oh, this is clearly malicious. So, you know, when I I I wasn't pleased with that dinner, <laughs> and I was clapping for Tom. And mm -hmm. um, I wanted more, but I did like the uh, Lorraine say, I, truly, April Parker Jones in this episode to me did what she needed to do. Now, I don't think she was um, this breakout star, we've seen her in other things, but I think in this episode, playing the role, um, dealing with the grief, being the head of the family, like I think she did everything really well, except for. Um, having that relationship with Claire. I don't, what is this about? But like with what we've got, what they gave us, I think April is really playing this well. I want to see how does she play in episode three? Like how much time has passed? What do you have to do in episode three? But, but I, I thought she was stellar. That's just yeah. me. I agree. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Let us take a little detour to the past. Um, we get a flashback in this episode with Tom on the Darby estate, like visiting Chris, who's the son. Um, Chris gets him in the, the mines beneath the Darby estate. And he says to him, uh, I think he, did he, does he put a scarf on his, on his eyes or something? He's like, stay here. I'll be back in five minutes and don't move and don't go be a baby and go like tell. And he like leaves him there. Now these mines have like acid. Like what? What is happening? First of all, what? What chemical you got? Like the government should be throwing money at you. You should have more money than the swim. But I digress. Um, what I want to point out before even the actions of Chris is the fact that Chris in this flashback is thirty-seven years old. There is no way you're going to convince me that Chris and Tom are within three or four years of each other. Chris is a grown man. Chris is older than Barton's. Like he's older than Barton. They didn't even cast two young boys. 
like in the flashback, he looks older and present day. He and it's not a dig on the actor, but with the casting, and I imagine those boys are supposed to be within three or four years of each other, maybe two or three. Chris is an adult. Chris was an adult when we were kids. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> There's a, I, I, maybe it's me, but that man looked grown. So no, you Even when, yeah. when the flashback first popped up, I said, how much older is Chris? Because 23 if Tom years. Was, <laughs> if Tom was <laughs> like 12, 13, Chris was at least 19. He was at least yes. 19. Yes. Chris was grown. So, and, and you know, even if it's like, now, I'll give them this. If you're going to the angle that, of course, we're wealthy, so we're in different circles. Um, even if Tom is, let's just say, 14 and Chris is like 20, 20, 21, because you both are in this space where just wealth is everything. You don't really have to do nothing. His argument of do you know what it's like to be compared to Tom Swift? I, I get it. But I don't think that's where the show was going. I think they meant for them to be peers, and yeah. that's just not. They, it, it, they it, look, he looks grown. It would have made it would have made Chris's argument that much more poignant if he was actually older than Chris. I mean, mm-hmm. if he's actually older than Tom, Tom. and he's mm-hmm. still getting compared to him, like that would make sense. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I don't mm-hmm. think that's what they were going for because now you're also saying so. So Zinzi is going after this thirty-nine year old man. Okay, so yes. Okay, so that's that's next. So <laughs> he leaves him there, and what's mentioned earlier in the episode is that Tom Zinzi's making fun of him about how he shaved off an eyebrow. But we find out in this instance that that's not what happened. That acid got on his face, burned his eyebrow off, whatever. Um, while while Tom is having this traumatic flashback and he's in the mine. Isaac and Zinzi are above ground having a conversation. I'm very confused. Does Isaac have a thing? Like, I, I ship them, but, like, does Isaac have a thing for Zinzi? Because his concern over why is she dealing with this type of guy didn't feel protective. Like, that's my homegirl. I want to make sure she's safe. It felt like, why why you with him when you could be with a motherfucker like me? So, or... I agree. Okay, I know. Okay. I, I was just the well, I guess we just gonna be poly. We just okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> like that's, yes, we just go for everything. Hey, like, hey, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, same. I am too. Um, I want you know, give me some poly, give me some, 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 some love drama. Um, I will say another thing that made me feel that way is that. Zinzi mentioned she, and this was on the, I don't know how we missed this, in the beginning of the episode where she mentions, hey, Isaac said, you know, he had a, a ex-girlfriend. I thought he was gay. And Tom was like, well, he's paying. He, you know, he liked a little bit of whatever. And she was like, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be with a man who likes Tom Swift. And it wasn't malicious. It was just like, oh, no, man, I wouldn't mess with nobody who messed with you. But I don't yeah. know, whatever. Is that gonna be a problem in the future? Because you know they like to argue. You know them girls like to tussle. So like, <laughs> I know how y'all like to tussle. Hey, is Isaac gonna be? You know, I mean the issue. I will, I, I will say this: like I remember reading some like the promo stuff, and then people talked about a love hexagon. So yes, I think that we're seeing the seeds being planted for that. Like it's 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 gonna be some bad. 
I'm I and I, I'm it's gonna break me because I'm I love everybody on this show. It's gonna yeah. break me when we get Tom, Rowan, Isaac, Zinzi, maybe Chris on the outskirts, like love shape, ever-changing shape. Oh, Justin, I forgot about him. I yeah, um, it's 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 a mess. Um, so what yeah. I gather from that that scene is that how I, I think that Isaac maybe either has a thing for Zinzi or maybe doesn't realize, or even if I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that was just him being concerned because in that conversation, Isaac said, you shouldn't have to wait for someone. It was, what did he say verbatim? I forget, oh, but she flipped it and was like, like what you're doing with Tom. Like called him out on his shit too. Like, uh, okay, we we can talk about me and Chris and the men I date, but uh, Isaac, what's going on? You the bodyguard and you into this motherfucker? Like it's Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner. So what's really happening? What are we? You know, what are we doing? <laughs> I call you out. Um, this made me think. I I think Isaac was hired. The maybe the month that Zinzi left, if she's been in Atlanta for a year and she's known Tom since they were children mm-hmm. and she is just like learning these things about him, it feels like he just came around like recently. So not that that matters, but I was like trying to track their relationship because if we have this will they, won't they bodyguard Client sort of thing. And why doesn't Lorraine have a bodyguard? Yeah, so I don't know if I got um that I mean got the thing that you know Isaac is new. I felt like he had okay. been there for a while. That was kind of how okay. I understood. Um, okay. I don't think about this. I don't really have anything to back it up. It's just what I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah. Your your feelings is is, is the receipts. Okay, <laughs> cool, cool. I I'll say this. I think either the show didn't execute this well or they executed it too well. This issue with Zinzi, not with her being poor, because I can accept that she grew up in this world, but with her parents having money issues and whatever else, like she had to, she got the assistance from the Swift, so I'm fine with that. But her dating men who, what did she say, made her feel like she belonged because they were, you know, assholes or not great people, but they were of this world. That, to me, was kind of, if it felt like you didn't earn that as a show. And Maybe I'm wrong, but we've only ever seen her with Chris. Like, of course, she flirted with the congressman, but to make a bold statement like that, like the men I date or I've dealt with, are assholes of this world and I want to feel like I belong, but you have belonged. Your parents just happened to die. Like you were wealthy mm-hmm. and, t- and Barton took you in and funded your education. Even if you want to consider that a handout, you were still in this, this world. So I don't know. And not to say her feelings aren't valid, but I just felt like throwing that extra issue with love thing and making it be like, Oh, I want to feel like I belong when I'm with them. I, that just, that didn't, Okay. That didn't feel earned to me. I I I, I can rock with it. I like it mm-hmm. as part of a backstory. Like I oh, like yeah. Yeah. them bringing that up. But I I can feel what you mean. It's like mm-hmm. okay, I'm with it, 
but maybe this should have came like episode five. Yeah, because they mentioned the guy, and I think his name was, I think his name was Marcus. I, but it was like a throwaway line. It was like one line where they were like, "Yeah, like with so and so or something." Yeah. And I was like, I, I feel like they are. This is an issue for me. Not enough to make me stop watching, of course. But mm-hmm. I was like, ah, this doesn't, this isn't paying off. This isn't doing so. Maybe I need to go back and watch episode one and two back to back and like yeah. together. But I didn't think that was earned. Uh, listeners, yeah. let me know if if I'm wrong. And you're like, yeah, of course they mentioned this. You know, in 15 minutes, in, I don't remember that. But let me know. Let me know. Um, Zinzi, yeah. they almost pulled a Black Lightning, and I was really going to be pissed. In Black Lightning, Anissa would have a a afro and then she would transform into her uniform and had this long ponytail and there was no explanation as to how you went into a phone booth and came out and your hair was completely different (laughs) down your back so (laughs) i was about to get on their head but (laughs) when tom's cord got stuck and he needed assistance getting into the cave zinzi went into the truck did her little change and they commented on what so you got a wig? Like what you, and she said, Yeah, this is Camille. I went about to get my hair messed up. So I appreciate this show for that because I was really as much as I love black aesthetics, like in the world of the show, you gotta make this make sense. So <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I tweeted that I was like, Where'd she get this hair from? And then yes. afterwards, I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, so Camille, it is. I'm I, I like that. I, I thought that was a great addition, and I'm glad they explained it, or else I would have would have been pissed. Um, yeah. Lino, can we talk about Lino? We don't talk about Lino, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I have to go back. I'm going to say all this with the caveat that I may have to return to episode one, but I have very clear memories of Lino being a cousin. Didn't we discuss that like at length that Lino is a cousin? I know I'm yeah. not wrong. You're not. So for now, now for him to be an adopted brother, that would explain his mixed raceness, which that's not an issue. But I do know episode one, I was under the impression that he was a cousin. I will say Zinzi did say something about, you know, your brother something. But I was like, oh, maybe they just didn't change it in the script. But then they mentioned, Tom said out his mouth that Lino was his adopted brother. And I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) Was he once the cousin and then they maybe didn't change everything? Or maybe I just need to go. But but I wouldn't pull that out of thin air. No, no. you. He was definitely the cousin. Yeah. Okay. I don't, because I heard that too, and I was like, so I don't know if they're if what they're trying to do is this like, oh, um, you know, he a cousin, but mm-hmm. he's our son now, so yeah, you know, he might as well be the brother. I don't know if that's what they're yeah. trying to do, and I'm mm-hmm. going to hope that that's what they're actually trying to do, and it's not just mm-hmm. like a carryover from a script change. Yeah, cause that I, I'm gonna be watching that. And listeners, y'all, yeah. let me know, cause I'm I'm pretty, I'm no, very yeah. sure that we heard cousin. This ain't no Mandela effect. We heard cousin, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not mad at it either way. I just want the continuity, like yeah, right. That's I just want to know. I'm 
I have my lore correct. So that um that was uh, an issue. But I will say I do like that character and I do want to see more from him. Um, and once we nail down if he's a cousin or brother, what that is, I would like to know a little bit more backstory on how he came to be. If he's adopted, how, in what way, and why do we have him? If he's a cousin, why do we have him? You know? <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with Lino. I just want, I want something to be clear. Um, okay, Lino, adopted brother. Um, we touched on Claire being in love. Let's get to your friend Rowan. Let's. How do we feel about Rowan? <laughs> Rowan always in this feel good about Rowan. Always hey. feel good about Rowan. Okay, okay. <laughs> I I liked him in this episode. He didn't have a lot to do, uh, but I loved when he came on screen. Um. Though I am Team Isaac, I'm also Team Rowan, but I'm, I'm Team Isaac. So, but if Tom ended up with <laughs> Rowan, I will not be disappointed. But uh, mm-hmm. I like that when Rowan shows up and Tom and Isaac are in the room, that's when to me it's very apparent that Isaac is dealing yeah. with something. And I love yeah. that because he's a threat. You know, it's like you don't. Speak up, and you let the next man come in, and you know, I don't know what to tell look, you. Now you got, got to go spot. Hey, look, <laughs> so I'm, I'm with it, Rowan. You know, much like with my feelings about Claire, Rowan. I, I ain't, I ain't room for you a hundred percent, but I'm room for you ninety nine point eight percent. Because you know, Isaac, it's, I'm Team Isaac. You gotta, you gotta step it up. Um, <laughs> But yeah, yeah, you uh you enjoyed rowing this episode? Of course. Of course. <laughs> um there was, like I said, there wasn't much, but I feel like I do think that they're planting the seeds for mm-hmm. him. So, you know, he's working with the congressman, so he's working with the villain or whatever, what have you. But mm-hmm. they, they, I think that was at the beginning of this episode where they was mm-hmm. like uh or maybe the end of the last one, where they was doing this thing, like, you know, you got to be dedicated to the mission. Like, are yes. you yes. mm-hmm. prepared to do, you know, whatever it takes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, he going to betray them. We know that. We, we see it coming. Yeah. I'm sure. just hoping that it happens before he, he's too um, Oh, with this. I so. See, I don't know. Like, I, that's what I like about this show is, um, reading through comics and getting comics like over my entire life a lot of stuff i can see coming i know oh you're pulling from this Mm storyline this storyline tom swift however predictable it may be to some it's still a brand new property with no lore past of course the like inventions but this is a the i'll say the bones are are tom swift the american classic the details the flesh are like there's no there's no yeah. rhyme or reason. There's nothing you can map if you ain't in the writer's room. You know, you can't say this is going to be this, that, and the third. Um, so I, I, that's what I love. Because, you know, they could make Rowan, you know, kill somebody. You know, what? Or they could make him be the love interest, you know, for season one and two. But I, um, in the fact that this is happening with the show, again, it's black. Black AF. And that's mm-hmm. what I like about it. I like that aspect with any show, but with this being a black show, kudos yeah. to them. Um, 
you mentioned on Twitter, well, I asked, how does everyone feel about these arguments that Tom and Zinzi tend to have in every freaking episode? And I'd like to ask you, because as you said, ask me about it on the recording, how do you feel about these constant arguments, these five-minute <laughs> arguments between Tom and Zinzi? Stop in the name of love <laughs> before <laughs> you break my heart. Like, hey. to be fair, this one was more, yeah, you know I'm saying more logical. This one made more sense. Like, I get, you know, why y'all clashing here. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, I feel like, I feel like I'm, I'm over it because the mm-hmm. one from the, from the last episode, I was like, where does this come from? Why are we doing this? What's happening? Yeah, yeah. Like if this had been the first one, I'd have been cool with it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, please do not have these people arguing every episode because they have great chemistry. Like yes. they work well together. Do not make me be irritated when they're all showing together. <laughs> like don't Wait. do this. Please don't. Yeah. Like, again, like this ep- this the one in this episode made sense, so I was mm-hmm. cool. But it's it's really just the fact that that first one happened, and I was just mm-hmm. like, spit, like it was so out of left field. I was like, Ooh. yeah. Now I'm like, don't argue no more. I don't want to see it no yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. Give me like four episodes. Like, give me a buffer because this is, and I get the bickering of like old friends and whatnot. And I don't, I don't like even with learning Zinzi's backstory, I don't feel like Tom is being malicious, even when they're bickering, when they're arguing. Um, one thing that I, I don't know that I like 100% is, I, I don't know. I get, Okay, this is a, um, not sitcom, this is a, a show with a certain amount of episodes and it has a continuity. But this comment that Tom made about you know, I knew my dad paid for your school and whatever, and I didn't want you to feel less than and this and that. I like that, but I feel like why did that come right after her and Isaac had this conversation? Like, I feel like that should have came in a later episode so that yeah. I get making it contained where, like, it was mentioned, Chekhov's gun, it was mentioned here, and, it, and it's mentioned again here. But I was like, I don't know, this feels... I don't know. I don't know. It was, like one of those things of, it was one of those things of convenience, just like because mm-hmm. something that kind of made me raise an eyebrow was when Isaac just automatically jumped like, I bet that was when uh, when it, this happened yeah. when y'all were saying, <laughs> I bet that yeah. he was like the system then. I was like, how did you know that? Yo, <laughs> yo, yes, huh? yes. Like, how did you know that? Uh, I, I'm, yeah. I'm going to accept what they give us, but I'm, I'm with you, especially at that, yes. I like, okay, that's, that, was, that was real convenient, but okay, we'll move yeah. that. I will let it go. I mean, I'm I'm an Isaac Stan, so I, you know, not too much, <laughs> but no. But yes, no, 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 I feel the same way. And I know that this is CW, so you can expect a bit of that, well, with TV period, but yeah, that was, that was different. Um, yeah. So Thomas and Z arguing, we got to that. Uh, Rowan delivering the congressman's personalized invitation to dinner to Zinzi. What are we thinking about that piece of the episode? I thought, I thought it was gonna blow up. To be honest, I thought it was gonna blow up. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> Yo! Yo! 
You are not wrong. Uh, <laughs> but like, um, I thought that at first, but like going through when I watched it the second time, um, mm -hmm. and I remember that he had brought the invitation to Lorraine too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. okay, this is gonna be some big like gala type deal. It's gonna get all the all of, get all of my opposition in one room, and then I'm gonna blow them up. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, do that. <laughs> I, 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 I liked it. But I didn't like it because of Zinzi, because of the conversations we're having about her tasting men, mm -hmm. which even if we're going to lean into the I'm with these men who are wealthy because it makes me feel like I belong. The congressman, in my opinion, well, the way I perceive him isn't like this wealthy billionaire. He's just a politician who maybe is middle class or maybe has a little bit of money, but I don't know. That's for me. I don't see him as in the same maybe tax bracket as everyone else. But I could be wrong. No, I don't think you are. And she know that he evil. I, I mean, Lindsay, that, like yeah, yeah. Now that's where I can say, okay, you have terrible taste in me. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this, you ain't you ain't report back to Tom like I got an invitation too. So you know I gotta act like I'm. You know she was like, oh, I've never got this before. I was like, girl, relax. Like you, <laughs> please relax. <laughs> I'm Team Zizzy all day. Stand up, <laughs> ma'am. Calm down. <laughs> this white man is going to kill you and every yeah. single uh, person who gets in the rollbacks way. So let's let's relax. Ugh, this. Um, what was that? That's not all I had, is it? Darby's, Chris. Ah, was something else, and I'm forgetting. This is going to make me mad. Um, I don't know, but uh, yeah. So, any? Um, yeah, I got, I got, a, I got a couple of things. Okay. So, um, don't hate me. Okay. But um. When when Tom and Chris had that sort of like conversation, like at the mm. end, where they mm -hmm. kind of like made up whatever would have you, mm -hmm. <laughs> Tom was like, "Or maybe you can get on your knees so that I get some kind of pleasure out of this meeting." Yes, I kind of thought about it, I was like, I wouldn't be mad at that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, yes, Chris is <laughs> one forty yeah. nine years old, but I was like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not ugly. I'll say that. <laughs> hey, he might be older, but he's not ugly. No, um, I mean, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> that that made me laugh. It did. I, um, the way Tian delivers some of these lines, I'm like, you you cannot hold a straight face. Like even with the 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 Darby dinner and with that, that's some acting. Cause ain't no way, ain't no way. I'd have been on the floor like, hey, look, this is hilarious. Um, I was, in that uh, scene, yeah, 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 you go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Because mm -hmm. I was going to say something, go ahead. No, no, but in that scene when he, I, I was going to have an issue with what he said, you know, like this is the point where the the bully comes out as as queer, blah, whatever, but then when he followed up with that line, because I was like, I know y'all not about to act like, but then I was like, okay, yeah. 
because everybody I get what they were doing, but everybody who's who's homophobic don't mean that they're gay. Sometimes they're just fucking assholes. So when when he followed up with that line, I was like, okay, I get what they're saying. So yeah, yes, give him a reason to be pleased. So, <laughs> so, so yeah. Now that would have pissed me off. Yeah, if it come out like that, oh yeah, Chris is secretly gay. I'd have been, I'd have been tweeting like, now y'all wrong. Y'all should did that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah. so I'm very glad they didn't do that. Um, mm-hmm. What I was going to say, building off of you talking about um, Tia's line, that's for me. That's a big part of why I feel like I enjoyed this episode more than the first. Um, okay. Because like it felt more like the character that we were introduced to in that Nancy Drew like back yes yes um mm-hmm. and again like I understand that he was grieving the first episode so I didn't necessarily you know I understand that he wasn't you know quippy or whatever mm-hmm. but in this episode like he felt like more he felt more like the lead of a show like this okay. is my world unless y'all just living in it mm-hmm. okay okay um, I get that and what's interesting to me is that I actually saw some people not like that they mm. felt like that made Tom, you know, Tom Swift's character like abrasive or what have you. The like the fact that he was just like real quippy and like getting to people. I was gonna ask you how you felt about that, but I think that you're <laughs> Spider Man, bro. Peter Parker, Spider Man, be saying random as one lines on like like antagonizing his villains all the time. Like, why would this be any different? Is it because he's gay and he's using gay lingo? I don't want to pull the gay card, but like, what is it that he's doing that's different from like every comic book hero? <laughs> like, who has something smart to say? Like, Peter Parker is the first one that comes to mind. I know there's more, but. He always him and Dip one well, Dipples a little extreme, but they both <laughs> are like yeah. that. So what? Okay, and gays yeah. are like that, like g- clever and got yeah. the 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 tongue. The I don't know mm-hmm. what the the whatever the saying is, but they got uh, they got words for you. They can do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I I agree with I, yeah for people. Um, I agree, but I was just wondering. I was wondering like if. If that was the like, if that's just me, like not seeing, you know, like, oh, this is actually an issue. But like, no, I love, I live, mm-hmm. I love her. Well, it's us then. It's us not seeing because <laughs> I'm like, it, that, it, it, it's true. It's true to form. And like a wealthy black gay only child with nothing but money at his disposal and like confidence. Yes, this man is going <laughs> to like. You know, us poor folks still we we giving the same energy in our uh you know H and So if you got a ball main OnlyFans, yeah. So that that's a weird critique. Okay. I, <laughs> I thought so too, but I just I wanted to bring it up to see and see was it just me? Mm-mm. No, that's um, silly. I don't know what that is. Yeah, uh, da, 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 da. I think those were the only two two things that kind of like hopped out at me. But yeah, like, yeah, I thought that this one really kind of it gave us a the first one gave us like the overarching thing of like what's happening. Mm-hmm. I think this one gave us kind of more insight into the individual characters, particularly mm-hmm. like um, Tom and even Claire, like mm-hmm. stuff with, mm-hmm. with moving forward. So mm-hmm. I really like. And I hope that now that we have, you know, this solid foundation, that we can get mm-hmm. through it to see, like, you know, what's going to happen in the coming episodes. Absolutely. Yeah, um, that's my hope, too, because I think 
I think I read somewhere this season is only 10 episodes okay. spanning over 13 weeks, which so I know we're going to have like a midseason break maybe or something in there. Or maybe there's a holiday. I don't know. Um, but I'm, oh, I'm excited. Mm, go when ahead. is the fourth? Because that may be uh, a... Ooh. Oh, yeah, that might be it. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a Monday, but oh, I can okay. see them taking... I don't know. Whatever. I can see them taking it off because most people... I don't know, perhaps, but I, I'm I'm looking forward to everything that we get this season. Even with like all of the the, the shit talking I have for Claire, I'm still I want to see how her story, um, how her story goes. Uh, mainly because when you get a lot of interracial relationships, and not to say there's going to be a relationship, but this thing, quote unquote, she has with Lorraine or for Lorraine. That is a pairing that I would be interested to see how does this develop if it's you know, um, if it develops at all. But if we're going to go the interracial route, I do appreciate the fact that it is not just white and like that's that's what I like, you know. So hey, if Claire gotta get down with the get down and you know, do the swirl, it it's a different combination. Like I don't even have to see black and when it comes to interracial, I'm just tired of seeing the default being white. And when it comes to interracial, give me a Japanese woman with a Jamaican man or a, like, give me something, a Hispanic guy with a, I don't know, a, a, um, what's Moana, whatever they're Polynesian. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Give Um, me something. And that makes me think, like going back to just time in general. Like I mm-hmm. remember when the show when the show was first announced, mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. definitely one of the people be like, "Get him a black boyfriend. Make sure he has a black yes. boyfriend." Like, yes. and somebody one of the times that I tweeted that out, somebody responds to me it was like, "Oh, they have a casting call um, for this uh, love interest," and they said, and like they said, it's looking for white or it's open to somebody white or whatever. I was like, "Casting mm-hmm. call, fine. Rewrite it, whatever." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looking at what we've gotten over just these first couple of episodes, I'm literally like, I wonder did y'all listen? <laughs> Please have listened. <laughs> Come on, because yeah, we got we got varying shades, body types, identities, mm-hmm. and all black. You know, so I'm 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 with it. Um, yes. you 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 brought up a memory that I don't know if it's going to be addressed or not. So canonically. Tom Swift, I think, is a few years ahead of Nancy Drew because when he appeared last year in Nancy Drew to get the whatever that was in Horseshoe Bay, that was to get to create the spaceship to send his father to space. So we're ahead in time. But when they mentioned the Tubman Society or the Tubman Social Group, there was mention of a girl a woman who Tom was supposed to go to that Tubman Society ball with. And it was set up or presented like she was supposed to be a pairing with him or a quote-unquote girlfriend. So I don't know if they're just excusing it as between that time and the pilot of Tom Swift proper, the dad found out he was gay, or if they are completely just ignoring that girl. And I have to go back and listen to or watch that episode again. But they mentioned a girl a woman who was supposed to be his date. So, so like, will she pop the, up? But, so at the end of the Tom Swift, I mean, at the end of the Nancy Drew episode, you know, he had that kiss with the only other black person on the show. Mm-hmm. And 
they um that was his. yes yes uh, that was his coming out moment i remember that and okay. something happened like i remember watching the, when i rewatched the pilot they said something about mm. like something like a couple months ago when i went and got this thing or you know, like some months ago when i bring you uh start working with this mm-hmm. viewer they said something that told me that i was like oh okay so some time has passed between the next drew episode and now and then mm-hmm. it jumped ahead another six months six months yeah mm-hmm. that martin has been had been like in space or what have you mm-hmm. so i don't know because i don't follow Nancy drew so i don't know if i don't know if they've had like, another season since mm-hmm. that uh since that backdoor pilot or yeah. if they're trying to like link it up so that you know by the time that they do like nancy drew whatever season whatever um they'll be on the same time yeah that, something's going on there but you're you're right i do remember them kissing and putting it on instagram and him being out but i don't know just something about the mention of that girl i want her to show up and shake some stuff up i don't mm-hmm. I think she had an old name like Thelma. I don't, I don't know if it was that, but I feel like she had an older name. So, so I want her to show up and, and act the fool. So that's come on, do Bernadette. <laughs> I was gave you seven years of my life. Seven years, Charles. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Oh, it looks like oh, we have quite a few comments. Hey, oh, okay. Well, hello, let's, people. Uh, let's, hello, hey. People. Uh, Clear work uh, a job for 10 years and still can't get a promotion because of politics. Relatable. Hey, I mean, you're right. You're right. You know, so, uh, it happens. Like, I don't know. It, it, very often. Um, I saw a tweet of Clear had a thing with Lorraine. I was like, hell no. Nah. Then I was looking like foolish by the end. See, Andre? Yes. I knew Claire was it's something about the vibe she was giving off. I was like, yeah, she's she she a little she a little LGBT. Your father could be LGBTQ. Yeah. <laughs> Claire well, could be well, LGBTQ. <laughs> Andre, I was with you because I didn't get it until it was happening. So see, I, I was mm, I knew it. And I and I'll say this though I did um get um some early access to the first episode to do the why everyone should be watching Tom Swift article. Like I've seen nothing else. And so for me, it was like, yeah, no, this is instinct. Maybe there is a such thing as the gaydar, like a real. <laughs> and my frequency was tuned to lesbians instead, but some kind of way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I knew it. Um, Claire didn't seem a bit perturbed by being denied the permanent position, so she clearly has something else at play. See, that's interesting. That's not how I took it. Maybe I need to rewatch. But I guess they didn't linger on Claire afterwards, but maybe I'm just projecting that I would be upset. Hmm. I, I don't know. I, I feel like she was. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is projection because I'm sitting here in my mind. I was like, why would she not be upset? But hey, yeah, so if you're seeing something I did, I'm going to rewatch episode two and specifically the ending because maybe, yeah. maybe there is. I mean, I feel like there's something else that played the fact that you drugging this woman to get her to sign over papers, but hmm, I wonder. That's. Did you get that she did it on purpose? Oh, absolutely. For me, when she said well, there's something I can find something at the at the office, that conversation came after Lorraine was like, Yeah, Tom messing up, but this is his company. I can't I can't support you in that way. 
And mm-hmm. so the fact that you brought up now a drug, I was like, oh, no, 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 something, this ain't right. But I watched a lot of true crime. I love mm-hmm. mysteries. So maybe I'm just conditioned to see things. But I, I, yeah, I knew, I knew like, something. And like, even, even to the point where it was going to make her like suggestible, like they said. See, I thought she was going to drug Lorraine and then forge her signature mm. in some kind of way, maybe record it. I didn't mm-hmm. really go so far as to be like the suggestion corrupt you thing, but I'm, we're mm-hmm. also dealing with a science fiction show where tech yep. and science is like a huge part of it. So yep. I didn't jump to that level, but I knew she was going to do something to Lorraine, maybe get her on camera saying something or I don't know, but I knew she was going to do something. Okay. Ooh, piss me off. Uh, Claire left having her own... Co- oh. <laughs> This book, because Claire, Claire actually, she was on Runway, Runaways, and I don't know how to pronounce her last name, so that's why I'm just calling her Brittany. But Andre says, Claire left having her own company on Runaways to be uh, a parched lackey <laughs> for Todd Swift. I knew I recognized that woman from somewhere. Sure is. Yes. Yes, oh, yes. sure is. God, she can't stop being evil. <laughs> <laughs> You better stop what you can typecast. Lord Jesus. Um, hey, hey, is she a, and another thing I'll say is I do like having oh, how do I say this? I don't intend this to sound like problematic. If it does, I'm sorry. But I like having all of these Asian women we've been getting. Mm. Um, because for me growing up. We know that TV was dominated by white faces and there were token spaces for other POC. But being in America and consuming a lot of American media, when you did get other people, they were really regulated to like stereotypes. And then when you got people, because with POC, we have a tendency to look like each other in some instances. You can have, a like I have family members who are light-skinned who look like they could pass for white. I also have light-skinned um family members and friends and whatnot who may look, I don't know, um, more in line with Hispanics. You know, or like there's such a varying degree of what looks like what. And then over the years of, of course, mixing races and um, different people getting a little bit more spotlight, it's like in plastic surgery and whatnot, let's not, let's call it spade a spade. A lot of people can pass for other things and not even like intentionally. So when we get um, Brittany, Claire, and then we get something like um, um, Crazy Rich Asians, and then we get uh, what's homegirl um, Colleen Wing? Uh, what is that actress? Oh, name? I don't know her real name, but I don't know talking about. Yeah, but we get Colleen. And, like, so what I'm saying is, we're, and then even um, Daisy, who is, I think she's, I don't know, I think she's Chinese and white. I think that's what her mix is. I may be wrong, but the very what I'm saying is. There is a certain stereotype that has been um, constantly kind of pushed the image of Asian people because a lot mm-hmm. of times in American media it's black and it's white, yeah. and that's what you get. Even when it's problematic depictions of black folks or token black folks, it's still black and white. You don't yeah. get a whole. And then when you are, you get like this um, very over the top, uh, yellow face, oh, yeah. um, white person in makeup. Think like so all in all, I'm just happy that we're getting this representation even more and it's spilling over into this very black ass show. Um yeah. so 
kudos to Claire and Brittany for that. But like, I'm watching you, girl. Um, <laughs> uh, Andre says, I would like Tom to make a special po uh, position for Claire when he takes over. I think he'd recognize what she has to offer and want to try something new versus tradition uh, going forward. I like, okay, if this was episode one, I'd say I like that. But this is episode two. And I don't, I want Claire to burn. So I so I, I I like what you're saying, but she has to go on a redemption arc for me yeah. to care about her because I don't I'm not a fan. Yeah. I don't like her. She can she can get out of here with all that. Um what else we got? Uh Andre says, I think the Darby's just don't have a legacy, <coughs> excuse me, in the sense that he hasn't contributed furthering their legacy like Tom has. Yeah. Okay, I can rock with that. Um, but then I don't know because at the end of that conversation, Tom said to Chris when they like made up, he was like, I'll make a special position for you so that because um, Chris mentioned how Tom has legacy or money for life or prestige or something, and so Tom, including Chris and his company in that legacy assures that as as long as Swift is successful, Darby will be as well. Because he was like, we can break this cycle. Our parents have pit us against each other. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I, I get what you're saying, but I don't, no, go ahead. I feel, I'm say, I feel like that, I feel like that kind of connects to, to, to what um, they're saying though, because okay. the way I'm reading this, and I could be wrong, the way I'm mm -hmm. reading this is basically like, Tom is constantly is still doing stuff. Like he made mm -hmm. the you know the fuel that got the, mm -hmm. um, the ship to space in the first place. Mm -hmm. Whereas Chris might not be doing as much as Tom is. So like mm -hmm. Tom is constantly contributing. Okay. And, you know, Tom had to bring Chris in so that he has a legacy that says that Chris mm -hmm. ain't doing that. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then no, and I'll even say I understand what you're saying and I agree because mm -hmm. even if your family's money is in minerals and oil. If that's it, like yeah. that's still a big deal. But like if that's yeah. it, when we got solar cars and stuff, like really, what what are you? So I okay, so I'm y'all y'all got me there. I'm back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm with it. I'm with it. Ooh, we um let's see. He says, I think Chris doesn't have a legacy, means he hasn't furthered their foothold and yeah. the legacy in the way time. Okay, yep, yep, y'all got me, y'all got me. Um uh, the Dusty Darbies are probably worth nine figures versus Swifts or 10 or 12 figures. Okay. <laughs> I think the gap may be a little bit wider than that, but I think <laughs> you may be right. Um, this. Andre says, can we talk about how Lorraine didn't step in and shut them down when the shit got stirred? Classic older generation. Oh, okay. <laughs> <M.A.'s>. <laughs> yeah. So you sit there and let them... I want to give her the benefit of the doubt, like, oh, you needed something from them, but she didn't know what Tom needed. She, didn't, Lorraine, didn't know, so I can't even give you that. Like, well, she knew, she knew they needed something. Um, Tom, Tom told her something about some mineral that he wanted to use. Yeah, he, he, no, no, you're right, right. you're right, you're right, you're right. But, um, yeah, but Lorraine, mm -hmm. I know mm -hmm. you're grieving, but baby, like that's your one and only. You know, listen. You gotta. 
you gotta stand up, stand up for your rights. You gotta, because you <laughs> the that's white, your baby boy. You gotta talk shit. Yeah, because no. the, the way you want, the way my mom would have cut up. Hey, listen, <laughs> <laughs> listen. Oh, <man. laughs> we know I've been going at that time, <laughs> See, and my thing is, if we're looking at the continuity of the show, Tom is not like his father, like personality wise. So he had to have got this wit from somewhere. And I know, you know, queers and marginalized people develop their defense mechanisms over time. But, like, you mean to tell me he ain't getting none of that from Lorraine? She ain't got a little, little city girl in there. She ain't got nothing. Like, Lorraine, what's what's going on? Carisha, please. I feel like, I feel like, like it goes back to uh, what you were saying earlier about, like, the different thing of, like, image. Like, she's mm-hmm. putting on, like, we've got to be put together and we have to be mm-hmm. good hosts to the people. So she probably could have done that, but she wasn't going to do that because we got to put on a good face for the mm-hmm. people. Yeah, I, I I get that, but you know, and she probably is more mature than I because uh, yeah. I'm cutting up. But yes, she's also in a world that I don't exist in, so perhaps that is something. Because whenever you see wealthy people, be it just like Mean Girls level, where they're just you know the the more successful high school students or some like Game of Thrones type stuff, you do always get those shady, catty instances mm-hmm. where um, even if we go back and forth, it's very much dynasty. It's very much yeah. like, oh, this champagne is burnt. It's very <laughs> much like, you know, so I ain't trying to give her too much, but I am like, you could have stepped in and said something. I agree. So, I don't know. Um Andre says, you can't convince me Chris doesn't have a baby somewhere. The Darbys are either paying a secret child support for visits to the clinic. Oh, now, hold up. I wouldn't be surprised. Now. I mean, yeah, but, like, where is this coming from? Wait. <laughs> Wait. It's, are you saying because, it, like, what? I'm, hold up. Because I do, I'm with you. I'm sure there's something. But are you saying it's because, like, there's secrets and that's his versus Tom's being that he's gay? Like, what is this? Or is it that he's like 41 and so he has a child <laughs> but no legacy like for the because Chris is a, um, an adult. Chris was my teacher when I was in seventh grade. Like, what, <laughs> what are we saying? Like, I'm, I'm with you, but yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, you says the Darby's are literally toxic and that's why the land is poison. And you know, the Darby's land. Dick was not beautiful. So, okay, in the context of like being in the show and presenting certain families, you see the Swift Manor, you see their grounds, they're like perfectly manicured, big house, beautiful rooms and whatnot. The Darby's fence was like, it looked yeah. like a prison. I'm like, right. what is this? What, how, what, what is this? What is this? <laughs> like, it was, it was very bad. And I know you shooting on different locations, so they're um acres could have just been like a forest in Atlanta or something. I don't know where they shot this. But nothing about the Darby's um property looked like they went out of the way to make it beautiful. Like there were no manicured shrubs and like cobble pathway. It was like what Blair Witch Project as backyard is this? What is this? Do I get no. off my property? You should tell that to the raccoons that's over there. Um, I'm willing to let it go because of where they get their money from. 
because if your money's in oil and you uh, oil and minerals and you digging this up you got mines behind your houses okay i could i could see you being like well we're not going to spend thousands of dollars on on lawn care if we digging up the lawn i don't know i'm i'm, I mean, I'm going to accept that <laughs> I feel like if you if you keeping up with the Joneses to the point where you buying yeah. a car that they bought, yeah. you gotta give me, you gotta give me yeah. a better looking fence. <laughs> yeah, no, now I a thousand percent agree on that fence because that fence was raggedy. Yeah, that fence was raggedy. Ooh, that was a prison in like a post apocalyptic <laughs> world. That was terrible. My God. Um, let's see. Uh oh. Any situation involving Isaac feels sexually charged. Um, not too much, Andre. Like. I appreciate you for supporting the show, but don't, 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 not too much on my eyes. You but you're right. You're I'm right. Man. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you, don't you, man? So, trying to make you understand. But no, you're right. I do. Um, I like the softness that Isaac gives off at times, and it's not that you gotta run around being this angry, muscle bound, like killer of a bodyguard, but he's very. Um, I don't know, maybe it's with Tom or maybe it's just the way I uh Marquise acts, but there are certain moments where, like, he was uh, what did he say? Like, you before Tom went into the, the well, he said something like, Oh, you you know, you got to be safe or something. And I was like, Oh, like, I don't know, I don't know, something about Isaac. I'm like, I, he does it for me, so there's mm -hmm. that. Um Let's move on because I could talk about that for hours. Um, the Tom Swift writers love chaos and they love mess and are dedicated all for you are absolutely right. These people are terrorists, <laughs> <laughs> they are terrorists, and I am for it. Like, who we um Tom and Isaac saw each other and decided the word body had to be involved in their relationship. Yeah, they I I need to, I need some backstory on them because that's I do, yeah. Yeah, and not to say that Isaac isn't capable, but I'm sure there were like other bodyguard options. And so the fact that you chose this one, because ain't no way your mama and daddy hired. Well, maybe your mama did, but your daddy <laughs> hired this man for you. Right. Um, I want to. I want a back. I want some flashback. Yeah. I want an episode about that. Uh, that that I'll say that. Um, Andre says maybe Zinzi meant she wants a lasting connection to the affluent sphere of her own marrying into it versus something that could be given and potentially taken away. Okay. Okay. I'm with that. I promise you I am. And I don't want to sound like Kevin Samuels, but I'm like, choose better men. <laughs> like, because this is, this, Chris is horrible. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I do not support him at all, both Chris or Kevin, but like, Zinzi, come on, baby, come on. And like, if they get more to this, um, maybe an issue of, yes, you are, you do come from money, but you don't have money, so we, the wealthy, don't see you as a viable love interest. So if you are flipping it on his head that way where, yes, I do need to attach myself to a wealthy man, even if he's an asshole, then I'm I'm more willing to go with that, but to me that hasn't been presented to us. We didn't even know she didn't come from money or didn't have money until this episode. So I don't know. I just I feel like Zinzi give me a a season with her in Atlanta that year before. That's what I want. Like I love Tom Swift, but like give me that. If it's the five episode limited series, if it's a web series, like give me. 
Zinzi in Atlanta. That's what I want. Go to, I don't know, Tracks, Bulldogs, something. Hang out with your your gay besties in Atlanta. Date, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. But um let's see. He could be a cousin who was adopted. Lots of people adopt within the family. Yeah, this is yeah. true. This is true. And you even have play cousins and but mm-hmm. I still would like to know where this cousin came from, this cousin brother. Uh, wait, let's cousin see brother. here. Okay, he says, uh, my cousin was adopted by my great-grandparents. Those were her grandparents and exclusively calls them her parents, even though we know my aunt is her mom, too. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. blended families. That happens. So I get that. I get that. Um Rowan showed up to flirt and create drama, then leave. You know what? I love it. I love That's it. what we do. Drop, drop off the chaos out the dome. We come, we bust it up, and we leave. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, the congressman isn't wealthy. That's why he stayed oh, hitting the swift stuff on PayPal. Now, I think that's true. However, because he's part of the, what is it, the way back, the stone back? What is it? The look back? Uh, roll back. The rollback because he's part of them, and to me, they give off Illuminati type vibes. I agree that he isn't wealthy, but I think his association with that group to me, it seems like you would have maybe some secret wealth. Um, but I do agree that he's not presented as a wealthy person. Um, you don't think so? They go hand in hand, but I think it's more so a power thing. Okay, okay. I mean, you know, wealth and power go hand in hand, but yeah, I, I feel like it's more so like you got influence if you're part mm-hmm. of this organization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll take that. I'll take that. So yeah, maybe he don't got that secret money. Um, Andre says, Chris, the actor, um, and his dad were both handsome. Now, you could say a lot about the Darbies, but you cannot say they ugly. I'm sorry. That's what yeah. the UK say. Because uh, we're in the backs, Mr. Darby. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like I said, you could say a lot of things. The casting director for Tom Swift, you did, what, you understood the assignment, it mm-hmm. was given what it was supposed to have gave everybody on this show. Chef's kiss. So no, you're right, Chris. Yeah, they both was definitely some good looking uh, uh, folks. Oh shoot, hold up. Okay, wait a minute. What is this? What is this? Side so note: Justin and Lena were uh, absent by the light skin erasure. <laughs> Justice for light skin folks. Yes, you're right. Stand up for them folks. They were. I got the drink. Hey, hey, they were. That's. Mm-mm. That's what y'all doing. <laughs> a fool. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. Lorraine was the closest. Like, that was it. <laughs> oh, but hopefully Lino will be back next episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm glad. I'm so glad they didn't do the homophobic equals cause of the trope. I hate when people say that, even when gay people say it. Yeah, and it's it's true. It happens. I, there are some homophobic people who are you know, secretly gay or maybe don't even understand or realize that they're gay, but that's not the default. Exactly. Like, you know, if I, I don't know, whatever. I, yeah, I just don't like that. <laughs> I don't yeah. like that. Um, let's see. Uh, there's a whole scene about why he has to clap back. Detractors uh, just ain't paying attention. Hey, let's that's, come that's on. It. Come on. 
Um, Andre also says the CW will find a reason to give us a hiatus. <laughs> I, I know. I know. Hey, hey. I, I came into the CW a little bit late. I came in with Riverdale. And that first season, I think maybe there was one hiatus. But once I started watching the superhero shows, I was like, why the hell? At the end of the year, do we always go on like a month and a half, two months? Hi- like, what is this? So, yeah, the CW will give us a hiatus. Baby, I'm, I'm, at, at this point, I'm old. Had the CW shows, baby. CW shows are going on a three week break because it's raining outside. You know what? <laughs> They're going to extend that season. I, you know, and I'm not even mad at it. To be quite honest, as someone who reviews a lot of shows, mm. I'm not mad when Black mm. Lightning would go on a break. Me and Cole would like put a fill in episode, but it was something a little bit more fun, like yeah. recasting or what would you do with this season? But like. Yeah, the CW, I've they learned. Love, Look, they love the break. You tweet too much, nigga. Hold up. This is too much attention. We need a break. <laughs> <laughs> Get y'all something to talk about. No, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, oh, okay. Andre says that Chloe Bennett, uh, Daisy. Yes, that is who I was referencing. She is um, Asian. I don't know her racial background i know she's like white and asian i just don't know what um like ooh, i'm gonna sound so okay thank you because i'm finna sound so terrible i'm i'm i suck at this sometimes um tom said he would make darby minerals a vendor for the civil court yeah he sure did that's what it was so that you know just guaranteed money okay. on top uh oh so the darby's work for the swifts partners yeah no yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah they do they're indebted to them um i think chris has accidental kids because just because he's straight straight and thirsty boy get out i mean you might have to. you know what and i could see that because the way he was acting with uh with zinzi i'm like you probably pulled that do you know who i am card yeah i, I can see that i can see that so yeah he he got his ego won't let him wear condoms. You know what? Okay. <laughs> I'll pull out. Okay. That, let me. <laughs> Much like me, Chris wants to be Tom Swift. Yeah. Yeah. That is that is the case. And uh, the congressman is probably in a secret society to bring influence. Look at celebrities who are connected to real power, but are here to be the face of other people's efforts, shows, music, etc. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And and if we learn anything from like these types of shows and then um, not that it really ties in, but I'll even say from Bel Air because Phil was wealthy on his own, but he was also trying to be a politician and his wealth, though it was a factor, it wasn't everything because his rival, who was a cop who did not have the amount of money, was giving him a run for his money. So, yeah, I, I, I think y'all are right. I've changed my mind. I am interested in seeing what happens with the congressman if he gets a little bit of money. And um, I don't know what happens to the drama going forward. So we we gonna we gonna see. Um oh we okay. Let's uh let's do some some favorites and favorite scenes. I guess who's your favorite of this episode? I'm tempted to say Isaac. Mm. Um, even though it was kind of convenience, 
Okay. I'm glad he, that he's like on it, that he's on it to be like, hey, somebody right here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. It's between him and Tom, but I think I'm gonna go with um Isaac because Tom is gonna have some opportunity. Good choice. Um <laughs> I've gone with Isaac as well. Um Isaac has been my favorite this episode, and um, mainly because he showed up on screen. But <laughs> yeah, Isaac is my my favorite this week as well. I think I said Zinzi last week, did I? Yeah, so, I don't know. But I yeah. yeah, um, do you have a scene that's favorite favorite scene that comes to mind? Oh, of course, the dinner. Mm, come on, nice. that dinner was supercharged. <laughs> um, yikes. Um, I want to say that ending scene um, with Lorraine. Oh, okay. Telling Claire, why would we give a company to anyone who's not black? Like that, because I okay. just, something yeah. about that scene is so funny to me and not funny, not like ha ha funny, but funny like, again, don't go asking questions or looking for stuff that you don't want to know the answers to because your feelings might be hurt. You know, so I just and the fact that Lorraine, it wasn't an argument, and Lorraine just like cut it to it. Lorraine was like under the influence, it was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I that was my favorite scene. Um, do we what, what kind of ratings do we want to do? What, um, I don't know, um, one exploded spaceship, um, one. Darby industrial com prison complex uh fence um one smoldering Isaac look one Rowan uh invitation delivery like what are we what are we rating I'll say one to I ten. was gonna say the exploded spaceships but I feel like that's wrong <laughs> oh yeah oh, well how about uh Barclays out of 10 Barclays okay yeah let's do that what are you rating this out of 10, I'm going to say, I'm going to say like a 7.5. Okay. Okay. That's because cool. I feel like there was, there was some things that kind of raised my eyebrow at, mm -hmm, but, uh, mm -hmm. but I think I enjoyed it more than I did that. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. 7.5. That's, that's fair. I went 6.5. Now, it's not because this, I think it's bad. It's only because when, because we have these 10 episodes, I think it could get better. So wow. I don't like I don't know if this will be a 10. Like I may go back and be like, oh no, this was a eight or this is right. a four. But right. I think right now it's a 6.5 for me. Okay. Um, because I do think that they can go up. And I feel like there's gonna be an episode where I'm gonna be like, uh, 10, you know, wow. so. So right. I'm gonna do six point five for now. Um, okay. Look at this fool! I'm just gonna say, um, what did he say? I give the episode four point five out of five backup ponytail <laughs> <laughs> I get eight out of ten. Oh, but that's the only fans mask. <laughs> Two out of three dusty darbies. This fool. Uh, <laughs> listeners, what do you rate? How many Barclays? How many bedazzled masks? How many dusty darbies do you rate this episode out of ten? Um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm go with 6.5. I think that's okay. that's fair for now. Yeah, um, whoo! This has been, I don't know, you got any closing thoughts or ideas, or or I don't know, something. <laughs> mm -mm, mm -mm. 
Okay, bet that, bet that. Well, go ahead and let these folks know where they can find you and support you and, you know, all that other stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Um, you can find me pretty much on every platform under Loose as a Deuce. Um, it's under construction, but you can also look me up to my website, uh, mhaines.org. And, yeah, let's talk. Let's yeah. talk about Let's have conversations, especially if you can connect me with Rowan. Hey, hey. When I was a kid, I was told there's only six degrees of separation between you and anyone else in this world. There yeah. is a six of a, a, a six degrees between you and Rowan. And somebody need to speak up. They do. <laughs> yeah. Put me on three number one. So I can go. There we go. And your links will be in the show notes so that if anyone does want to connect those six degrees uh, between MA and Rowan, check. Check the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And of course me carefree blurred on twitter carefree black nerd everywhere else uh tiktok i think is carefree blurred as well uh hit me up follow me follow this conversation let's make it a conversation if you can uh get me in a room with isaac <laughs> really any of the cast they're also lovely but isaac in particular hey marquise yes. so uh <laughs> but yeah thank you guys so much for listening if you want to email carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com if there's something specifically about tom swift please have that somewhere in the subject line so i'll know what it's in reference to and um yeah y'all this has been this has been fun so come back next time and um stay carefree stay nerdy stay geeky and if you're secretly jealous or not so secretly jealous of your neighbors and their wealth or their things, don't be an asshole. Try to like maybe be cool or just leave them alone altogether. Just like don't interact. That's also a way to go, you know, because bringing up those old embarrassing stories in someone else's expense will get you hung up. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So <laughs> until next time, guys, y'all have a good one. 